0: Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. (laughs) It's your good pal, Steve-O, from the 4-Eyed Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know, uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell him Stevo sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but I mean, come on. Who's going to who are you going to trust? You got to trust, you got to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because face it, I'm awesome. It's that time again to take those quarters and put them in those machines because you are listening to a brand new episode of the Arcade Bros. Only on the 4i Radio Network. Um, This episode is going to be a little different because I'm still trying to pin people down and get things situated for uh, co-hosts and whatnot because of busy schedules and everything like that. But I decided, kids, I want to give you a brand new show this week, um, even if it's just me and even if it's not that long of a show. But without further ado, let's get right to all the good stuff of this show that we all, all love. They're called Sponsors. Now, of course, you can find us on ArcadeBros.com. Don't forget to check us out on the 4 com. You can listen to us from Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, SoundCloud, and Player FM. This, of course, podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Of course, with the holiday season coming up, is going to be a great way to give back to the uh, the podcasting. Uh, that we do here on this great Socially Awkward Studios. Also, don't forget that uh, a lot of games are coming out. And in fact, a uh, bunch of games just dropped this week, which I'll talk about as well. And we'll get into that as um, as always. And, of course, we are brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit RavenCruise.com. Uh, or RevengeLover.com. Wow. This is what happens when you do a show by yourself, and you have to you have to watch what you say. But uh, without further ado, uh, what I've been playing this week, well, of course, there has been some free games on the Xbox One and also the PlayStation Network. Uh, PlayStation Network released Limbo as a free uh, PlayStation Plus game, along with the Laura Croft. Uh, new game that was kind of like the first one that came out last year. Um been playing those. I've already played Limbo before, but it is kind of cool to finally play something on the PlayStation 4. Of course, also the Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 beta just came out for the PlayStation 4 this weekend. I downloaded that and jumped into that a little bit. It was a little interesting. It was uh, mostly co-op, which I don't really, or multiplayer, I should say, which I don't really play that much when it comes to a Call of Duty game. Of course, the people from Geek Laser gave me shit on that as well. Uh, but... uh that's alright. I usually play the story mode on the Call of Duty games. I know. I'm weird. I'm strange. This is how it goes. But, of course, those were released as well. And also, um, for Xbox One, there was another release game. I think it was Metro. Metro. Not Metroid. Metro First Light. And also, uh, can, How Long Can You Survive? I believe it's called, or Can You Survive? Uh, another zombie apocalypse game. That's free right now on the Xbox One. Uh, so go ahead and check those out if you're an Xbox Live Gold member or a PlayStation uh, Plus member. Go ahead and check out those free games because those are really kind of cool stuff that's coming out. Now, there um, been a bunch of different stuff that came out this week. Um, one of the big things is Nintendo. Um, I just read this actually today. Of course, if you're listening to it, it's probably Tuesday, new release days. But this came out, I believe, uh, Monday. But it uh, came out with... Uh, Nintendo is thinking about jumping back into the movie market. Uh, Of course, we all remember the abomination known as Super Mario Brothers. Now, this movie gets a lot of shit. And, I mean, it's not the greatest movie in the world. But when you were young and you saw the movie, you didn't care. You watch it now, and it's a god-awful movie. Now, don't get me wrong, it still has its moments. Now, Bob Hopkins, um, I don't know anybody else who could play Mario in a live-action movie. movie of the super mario brothers i mean he kind of he nailed that part uh john legazama as luigi little weird, a little weird, not going to lie. And, of course, when we were growing up, we were all kind of baffled that it was Princess Daisy and not Princess Toadstool, but which, in reality, was actually supposed to be Princess Peach. But, of course, with the Japanese market coming over to America market, they always had to switch up names and change characters and stuff like that because they were afraid we would not understand. Come down to the point of how we got Super Mario Bros. 2 for the Nintendo system, which was actually a game called Doki Doki Panic that was in Japan, because they felt that the original Super Mario Bros. 2, which we didn't get until the Super Nintendo release of Super Mario All-Stars, uh, when we finally got Super Mario The Lost Levels, which is originally the actual Super Mario Bros. 2. The game, I guess, was too hard for Americans, as they say, and we got a sprite reversal of Doki Doki Panic to become Super Mario Bros. 2, which obviously is honestly kind of like the black sheep of the Super Mario games, but actually I kind of enjoy the game. I mean, it was the first time you got to play as Princess Toadstool, a.k.a. Princess Peach you got to play as Toad as well, and Mario and Luigi. Of course, it wasn't a two-player game, which was kind of a downfall for the uh, system when it came out. But, of course, we did get to switch back and forth between each character, and everybody had their own different abilities. Of course, I did write a review on ArcadeNashBros.com of Super Mario Bros. 2, which you can check out. And don't forget to also check out, if you have a Nintendo Wii U, if you haven't played it yet, it's been out for a while, but a game that brings back that kind of that love and that co op is Super Mario World 3D. Uh, for the Nintendo Wii U, or I believe it's Super Mario 3D World, I should say, because of course, I know how many members of our fans like to jump down our throats and give a shit. I'm just kidding. We don't hear from anybody, so it's all right. Hashtag love, um, but... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, definitely check that game out. But, of course, a bunch of games that will be released this week. Uh, we've got Gears of War Ultimate, which is the remaster version of Gears of War, the first one, which I absolutely love this game. If you have never played the Gears of War um, system and you own a Xbox 360 and you never got a chance to play it, well, I say wait and pick up the new one because, of course, when you buy this, according to Major Nelson on the, on the Xbox Live network, he has stated that when you download, when you put this game in, it will not only download... Uh, this game to install to your system, but you will also get Gears of War 1, 2, 3, and um, Judgment. So you're getting basically four games for the price of... I would say one, but the game is only going to be 39.99. so it was a smart move on Xbox One, uh, giving us a game that we absolutely, absolutely love, almost 10 years since it came out, because it came out in 2006, and the game is now being re-released for 2015, because, of course, next year, for 2016, they'll be gearing up for Gears of War 4, which I'm actually really curious where the story is going to go with that game, because, of course, they kind of wrapped everything up in Gears of War 3, if you haven't had a chance to play it, and Gears of War Judgment was a great prequel to the franchise. So um, I'm not too concerned with the Gears of War franchise. They seem to get their shit together and know what they're doing, so kudos to them, because I absolutely love Gears of War. Um, of course, if you go ahead and pick this game up, I know, of course, I'm going to try to pick it up as soon as I can. Uh, go ahead and, if you want to game with me or do some co-op mode with that, just go ahead and check out where my game tag is on the website, and we can go ahead and chat with that. Um, speaking of what other games that are coming out this week... Uh, Until Dawn is a horror survival game by only exclusively on the PlayStation 4. Now, I just got a PlayStation 4 and I'm super excited for this. I love these kind of games, I'm a huge horror fan. I love these kind of suspenseful kind of, you know, shows like, you know, games like this. I love the fact that, um, of course, they're they're remastering or remaking Resident Evil 2. I played the remaster for the GameCube when it came out a long time ago of the original Resident Evil game, which was phenomenal. Of course, there is The Evil Within um, is a really fun game, which I got to dive back into. I got to do some live streams. Of course, we do have, I'm really plugging a lot of stuff on this episode. I'm trying not to have so much dead air just because it's just me and I feel like my, my voice might be very weird for a lot of people because they're like this is a lot of steve in your ear and nobody likes a lot of steve in your ear i don't even like a lot of steve in my ear and i'm listening to myself as i tell you this but of course um yeah the the evil within i might start doing some live streaming i gotta get actually i'm trying to find a day for that i want to find one day of the week maybe the weekend or some of like that maybe people want to jump on follow me or whatnot but we do have a twitch account we do have a channel finally it's called the Underscore Arcade Underscore Bros. Um, I'm linked up with the PlayStation 4. I'm linked up with the Xbox One, and I'm also linked up on Steam. Now I don't have too many games for Steam. Um, in fact, I'm trying to figure out what games I can get for Steam that would be a good live stream. So in fact, actually, if you really want to, do hashtag or at tweet us at Arcade Bros. All one word, I believe, or at, uh, man, I don't even know our Twitter account. Give me a sec, people. I have all these notes in front of me. I don't even know. That's our Twitter account, at arcade underscore bros on the Twitter. Go ahead and use the hashtag getgaming and hashtag, I will say, um, brosstream. And I'll go ahead and look for those, and you can recommend games that you would like to see me uh, stream on either Xbox One or PlayStation 4. Again, I don't have too many on PlayStation 4. Also, I'd like to know if anybody out there actually knows how to stream, maybe from a Wii U... I might be asking too much, or even old-school game systems, which I do actually have. I want to figure out how to put those up on the... We're going to do a YouTube page, and I know we've been talking about this and trying to get everything organized, but trust me, people, this stuff is finally coming. I'm finally on my way. Yay! Even though people have probably been streaming for a couple of years now, they're like, wow, Steve, you're really finally getting in on this? You're an old-school gamer. I really am an old-school gamer. Speaking of old-school gamers, before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this, but old-school gaming as well... So not only do we have Until Dawn coming out, a PlayStation-exclusive uh, horror survival game that takes place in a shady little cabin in the woods. Uh looks delightful, so I plan on picking that game up. And uh, you know what? Maybe you guys can probably watch me stream that and freak out. Um... Because I do like to freak out, but I also like to make jokes and commentaries and stuff like that. Of course, I was uh, streaming uh, Batman Arkham Knight not too long ago, and I was doing an Adam West impersonation. I'm talking about, like, look there, Robin. Oh, wait. Spoilers. You aren't around. Now, if you have played the game, you probably understand exactly what I'm talking about when I drop that little bomb. If you haven't played the game and you're a huge Batman fan, I highly recommend it. Um, like I said, one of the best Batman games I've played so far. And don't get me wrong, I love Arkham asylum and i love arkham city but arkham knight really hands down is just it's just beautiful it's it really grabs a lot of batman fans by by the gonads and takes you for a ride man it's it's a lot of fun um of course there's a bunch of other games that i still need to beat i did pick up uh, rare plays uh, another great buy for 29.99 you get a shit ton of rare games such as battletoads battletoads arcade you have the banjo kazooie collection the perfect dark collection you get blast corp From the N64 era. I mean, they just have a lot of good juiciness in that thing. And what really, it's really kind of crazy. Okay, so I had a teaser trailer for Rash is going to now be in uh, Killer Instinct. He looks phenomenal. And I sit there looking at this going, Rare, 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 Rare. Hello, Rare. Um... Could you give us a new Battletoads? Who would not want a new Battletoads? I would love to have a new Battletoads. I think it would be phenomenal. Jumping on with your friends, three-player mode, beefed-up graphics, just punching the fuck out of rats and weird, crazy people on different planets and just, oh, come on, it's Battletoads. Freaking Battletoads, which is a game I would love to get, old school version, love to get the original NES version of that game um, for my Nintendo system. Uh, speaking of also old school games, another big collection that's coming out, I believe, this week. Uh, if it's not, I will double check on that and I can always tell you guys later. But I believe the uh, Mega Man Anniversary Collection is now finally being released for, I believe, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and I think the Wii U, but I'm not really sure, I'm not sure how, well, yeah, I shouldn't say Capcom, Nintendo really cut ties to the fact they just gave us Ryu in Super Smash Bros., the new one, and also Mega Man, so, possibly, I'm not sure if it's on old school consoles, but I will keep you up to date on that. But speaking of old school consoles, just recently I just found out that it was the birthday, the birthday, 28 years, 28 years, crazy, I can't believe it's been 28 years, but, It was Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda game when it first came to the U.S. Oh, geez, I was, what, four when I came out? Three when I came out, if I can do math? Oh, man. So what did I do that day, Sunday? I busted it out and just started playing it again, and I just, just such a fun game. And I'm talking old school. I'm not talking about those little mods. I'm not talking about, like, oh, we got these things on my computer now. I'm talking about I had that gold cartridge Popped it into my Nintendo system, and boom, I was playing old school style, bitches. Um, also, another game that came out, one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Of course, if you have listened to the show many, many times, you, you probably also of a go, oh, he's going to say it again, he's going to say it again. But if you're a new listener to the show, and this is your first time listening to my ramblings and everything like that, um, we, uh, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is 20 years old since Sunday, and I can't believe that, so that was, I was 11 when that game came out 11 that was like my first taste uh really first taste of pure rpg Uh, rpg rpg rp RP, rpg um not really sure what the name would have been on that one uh but great game nonetheless and of course i have the old school copy that i think i own every single ...rendition of Chrono Trigger. I have the Super Nintendo. I have the PlayStation 1 version that came out. I have the... Uh, ...the one that came out for the 3DS. And I think the only version I don't own... ...is probably the one that came out for the Super Famicom system. I was in Japan, but... ...I think I'm golden, but... ...who knows, maybe I would like to get that. Um, Yeah, I love Chrono Trigger. Um, I believe it's also on the Wii U shop... So, if you haven't played Chrono Trigger and you're looking for a really good RPG, because I'm going to be honest with you, kids, I haven't seen a good RPG in a long time. Um, If you have any recommendations for a new RPG, like old school style RPG, I mean, there's been a lot of good ones that came out, such as Skyrim, you know, Fallout, all those great ones, you know. uh, Even the new Final Fantasy XIV that came out has also been doing really well. But, uh, yeah, I want some old school RPG. Old school RPG. And come on, give us another. Give us another Super Mario RPG, Scrant Enix, oh. Uh But yeah, so let's dive into more of these uh, gaming news that came out today. So of course, um, fans made a Final Fantasy VII 2D brawler. Um, this is probably old school news because I picked this stuff up a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to give you a brand new episode of the Arcade Bros. So... This was actually published one week ago, but it looks like it's almost kind of like a old-school version of... It's like almost like Super Smash Bros., uh, but with Final Fantasy characters, almost. I'm not sure what the controls look like or anything like that, but um, as many gamers would attest, Final Fantasy VII is not only one of the top video game sequels in uh, the the Revent I love how ads come up. Thank you, computer. Ruining the show. I think I probably already ruined the show. Anyways, you guys are like, why is he still talking was he still talking but of course uh right now the final fantasy uh, 2d side scrolling uh beat-em-up is a brand new project by uh, a different developer i believe the developer is pd design studios and what they have come up with so far might impress is mighty impressive for instance even though only one level has been put together at the moment the team has managed to include the ability to play uh cooperative with a friend as either tifa or cloud one of the most iconic characters of the 1990s, uh, supported of the, uh, Materia, the Guardian Force system, as well as a chance to call, um, Barrette for a backup from his, uh, his, uh, Gatling gun hand. But yeah, the game looks pretty kind of cool. It looks like a little, like, cel-shaded 2D kind of graphic things, but, uh, why not? You know? I think this kind of stuff is pretty badassery. So go ahead and check that out. I'll probably post links on the Facebook page if you haven't already seen them, um, And, of course, let's see other gaming news that came out this week that people were talking about. Um, The Uncharted, rumors for the Uncharted game release is going to be coming out. But before we top into that, I just gave you a little bit of the tip, people. And you're like, "Ah, ah, ah." Uh, you're probably not like that. I have a feeling you guys probably shut this off without maybe the first ten seconds of the thing going. Oh, it's Steve just talking and rambling. But, anyways, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 uh, soundtrack was a little bit leaked. Now, of course, um, it doesn't seem to have too much of the Ska film that we're... uh, Probably like um, introducing many skaters to songs like Goldfinger Superman and a variety of other punk and ska tunes from uh, the original Tony Hawk game. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 is some of the large f- shoes to fill, but fans can be, uh, be the ultimate judge on how it compares to the previous generations of the series. Um, we got a Game Trade trailer. Let's see. It looks like here is some of the tracks that were released. Anti-Flag, Stars and Stripes, Atmosphere, Southside, Black Pistol Fire, Hipster Shakes, uh, Bully, Milkman, Cloud Nothing, I'm Not Part of Me, uh, Cold Cave, A Little Death to Laugh, uh, Conan Princess and the Keystones, International Hustler, uh, Crass Mammoth, Wow, I'm probably really butchering a lot of these names. Uh, So far, the only band I've heard of so far, and this shows me I have really got out of the way of music lately, I'm sure if Matthew was here, he'd be like, Oh, I know that. I know that. I know that. Shit. I know that. Fuck, I wrote that shit. What the fuck? Shit. Yeah. I know Matthew doesn't sound like that. That's my horrible Matthew Renfro impersonation. But of course, if you do want to hear Matthew's sensual voice, go ahead and check out the Fro Show on the 4i Radio Network. There's a little plug for you. But yeah, so far, all I've seen so far is wow um yeah anti-flag is like the only one i know of uh but yeah tony hawk was a great uh skateboarding game like look i know it defines the laws of gravity. a lot of people like skate um and skate don't get me wrong skate is a very phenomenal skateboarding game and actually try to teach you how to use the joysticks how you would use your footing in the um in actual skateboarding i know a guy um she i think his name is tom tommy I'm gonna go with Tom. I believe it's Tom. I, he probably doesn't even listen to the show or whatnot, but he is a huge fanatic when it comes to Skate, and he's so good at it. I would check his game score every periodically when I was watching him play it. And geez, I think like I think he almost has like pretty much all the achievements in Skate One and Skate Two. Um, so really good game and stuff like that. But I love Tony Hawk. I love just sitting down and being able to play with my friends and just have fun, man. I we would, I would lose so many hours in the uh, Tony Hawk game, just like just all over the place. Um... So rumors of the Uncharted 4 release date. Now, granted, I thought Uncharted 4 was going to be coming out this year, but it has been pushed back. Of course, with all great franchising and gaming and all that kind of stuff that you want to hope to... Uh, basically get as soon as possible. It looks like we will not be seeing Uncharted 4 until possibly March 9th of 2016. Now, don't fret, people, because we are getting the Uncharted collection that comes out in October, so that should hold us over, hopefully, until the fourth rendition of Drake and his wacky adventures of what he's trying to go at this time. Now, I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted series. I love Naughty Dog, I think. There hasn't been a game that Naughty Dog has put out that I have been disgusted with. Um, The Jack and Dexter Creations have been phenomenal. Uh, the Last of Us is really good. Uh, Uncharted has been great, and uh, it's and Crash Bandicoot. I wish they would just be like, "Hey, can we have Crash Bandicoot back?" Look, just give them like Crash Bandicoot back for one game and watch Naughty Dog just be like. Whoop! Yeah, remember this shit? Yeah, we got it on lockdown. So, yeah, so that's another fun game and franchise, but definitely. So we do have to wait till about 2016. Of course, it's kind of bad for people who are PlayStation 4 hardcore fans. Now, I'm not so much as a PlayStation hardcore fan, I would say. I mean, I just got the system. I absolutely like the PlayStation and stuff like that. Uh, I did have more respect. Uh, well, not respect, but I, I do appreciate the Xbox One a little bit more right now. Just because a lot of the games that I did buy for the Xbox One are games that I could have bought for the PlayStation 4, but since I got the Xbox One first, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm really sitting here trying to wait for the system to come out with some more exclusives. Now, of course, I'll probably be picking up the remastered version of uh, God of War 3, and then I want to get Bloodborne, and then I want to get, you know, the Uncharted 4 collection and stuff like that. But I'm really just sitting there going, like, PlayStation, give me something. Now, Until Dawn has been the only thing that has really sparked my interest. I sat there and saw that, watched the trailers, and just like, okay, this is a game that I could really get into. Now, granted, yes, would I have loved to see this game? I'm probably... Xbox One, and I probably would have bought it for Xbox One, but I'm very happy that I can play more games on the PlayStation 4. So, PlayStation, come on. Keep it up. Give us something. Give me something. Make me believe in you again. You kind of ruined me with your PlayStation 3. Yeah, now, if anybody doesn't know the backstory about the PlayStation 3, now, a lot of people will think, oh, Steve, you're a hardcore Xbox fan. That is not true. I'm a gamer. I play everything. I have a 3DS. I have a Nintendo Wii U. I have an Xbox One. I have a 360. I have a PlayStation 3. I have all the consoles pretty much almost up to date right now. The only ones I don't have are the back words you know the old school versions and stuff like that but i absolutely love now playstation 2 i thought hands out greatest freaking system i've ever played in my entire life and then playstation 3 hits and you fucked me you you didn't give me any exclusives for an entire year and then you kept promise it's like you guys kept promising stuff you kept promising you're like the stepdad. You're like the dad who says, oh, I'll be right back, who went out for a pack of smokes and never returned PlayStation 3. That's how you were. So it's taken me a long time to lick my wounds and get over it and try to sit down and go, okay, is PlayStation 4 going to burn me again? So far, I'm enjoying it. I'm, in, I'm liking it. Uh, I do have a problem, but then it might just be me. I might just not like the Infamous games, as you people have listened to me before. So I, I picked up Infamous Second Son. And I actually stopped playing it, not because it was horrible, but I was like, you know what, let me do this right, let me finish Infamous 2. Now, I did beat Infamous 1, which. Uh, still trying to figure out why people thought that was a great game. It was kind of boring, kind of lackluster. I didn't like the fact that you had all these powers, and everybody could just be like, oh, do this for me. Do you, you're kind of like a whiny little bitch. Basically, did you ever play Assassin's Creed 3? Um. yeah Connor his wishy-washy bullshit that's how this character was now Cole in number two seems to be like fuck it I don't care let me do my thing and I'm kind of enjoying it I'm like okay now I went evil with this route so that's what's going on now so second son I love the graphics I love that it takes place in Seattle uh the character though is a little weak he seems like a little like Ey-y-y. he's like a little I don't know what it is with sucker punch they give us like great games such as um they give us the infamous series which again I'm still waiting to be impressed Sorry, fanboys. And then we have they gave us the the Sly Coop, you know the Sly the Sly F- Raccoon stuff and everything like that. You're just like, oh, cool, yeah. And I bought the I bought the collection of that because I never had a chance to play it, and I absolutely love them. On uh, you know on pl- playing on the PlayStation 3 and everything like that. But it's just like the Sucker Punch was the only thing you gave me. Of course, there was that one weird game where it was like Heroes Unite that was only for the PlayStation Play, which honestly I thought great idea. Shouldn't have put it with the PlayStation Move. That was a bad choice, PlayStation, because that would have been probably the only reason I bought a move. But then I came to the realization going, I'm going to play this game maybe for about two, three days. And then get really fed up with it. So, um, yes. So, anyways, back to the top stuff. Of course, Metal Gear 5. Metal Gear Solid 5, I believe, came out. It's getting really good reviews. I'm a little on the fence with that because I never beat Final, uh, Final Fantasy I just deleted that. I never play I never finished uh Gears of War. Fuck. Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> oh, good for you, Steve. I never finished uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Now Metal Gear Solid 1, phenomenal. Phenomenal remake of that game in the PlayStation series. Then he gave us Metal Gear Solid 2. Raiden can go suck a dick. Raiden was a bitchy, complaining person, and every time he went to do stuff, his girlfriend's like, we need to talk about a relationship. And I'm like, um, hey, I need a minute. I'm being shot out by terrorists because I'm on this, you know, area, this fucking oil rig and i'm trying to save the president you want to get off my dick for like four fucking minutes woman what the fuck okay then you play number three back to solid snake back to the man back to the man who built the franchise right and i couldn't play it just because you had to use camouflage and i'm colorblind so that didn't work out too well for me i didn't get the right shade so i'm pretty sure snake eater was probably a great game Wouldn't know. Now I have been thinking about picking up the HD collection for the PlayStation 3 or the Xbox One, trying to get back into these games, but I have been tempted to pick back up Metal Gear Solid 4 to try to play through and beat it. The only problem I have with the game is cutscene after cutscene and midichlorians in your blood. You can only use certain guns and... I don't know. When did Metal Gear Solid become so complicated, people? Am I missing something? Did I, did, I, did I jump off the boat before I was supposed to? Like, I don't know. But the game has come out, and it's been doing very, very good on reviews. Um, more stuff coming up now. A, this one's great. So um, I'm probably going to butcher this man's name. Gilmore del Toro. Gil Gilmore Del Toro, I believe, says he is done with video games. Now, a little while back, we, of course, now we have a, I believe, there's a still a trailer gameplay. I think that's what it's called of the uh, Silent Hill game that we will never get. But people are still finding random shit in this game. They're still finding all these little hidden Easter eggs. And the, and the demo, I think, came out like a year ago to a game that we're never going to see. Which kind of really sucks because you have Gilmore Del Toro is one of the greatest horror people ever. I mean, he did Hellboy. He's done Pam Labyrinth. I mean, his, his uh, collection, The Devil's Backbone, if you haven't seen The Devil's Backbone, highly recommend it. It's so good. It's all subtitles, but it's so freaking Good, people. I mean, that was possibly one of the first films I saw by the man, and I was just like, what? And of course, he's done Pacific Rim and all these great stuff. Now, this would have been an awesome game. You get the 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 horror master of like cinema, pretty much, uh, in this time frame, and you get the horror master of video games to come together to make a new Silent Hill. And you're just like, oh, man, this would be awesome. And, of course, both of the characters... Or, not characters, but both of the directors... ha <laughs> um, Decided, I want more money, and we're not going to be able to pay them both, so no. And it sucks, because the guy who plays Daryl from The Walking Dead was the character in it. Not Daryl from The Walking Dead, but the gentleman who had played him. I don't know his name. His name escapes me. This is why I need a co-host next to me, because they could just be like, Oh, it's so-and-so. But he is in the boondock saying, so I do know more of his body of work. So, people, whew, back it up and don't flip out. Um... But yeah, I think that's a real shame. This would have been something really kind of cool. I mean, I love horror games. I really like horror games. Um, there's so many crazy, creepy things out there that I just absolutely love. Of course, one, I don't know if it's a horror game or more of a survival game or some of like that, but Five Nights at Freddy. I uh, have never played it, seen videos. It kind of interests me, but not really. I don't know. I think I need more out of a gameplay than that. I mean, kudos for the man who developed it because uh, he made a shit ton of money and was able to make... Four or five games? I'm not sure because I'm not familiar with the franchise. But the coolest thing that I ever heard that come out of Five Nights at Freddy was the fact that they're thinking about making a video game. Uh, They're thinking of taking the video game and making it into a movie. Now, last time I heard rumors, again, rumors, people. I don't know if anything's true. But, of course, they were contacted or they contacted and Jim Henson Company would be on board to design the creatures. Now, I think that would be phenomenal. I think that would be crazy because, I'm sorry, like, I like CGI, and there's certain things with CGI you can do, but I love old-school monster stuff. I love people putting makeup on. I love actually physically seeing something, uh, opposed to uh, CGI kind of stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. CGI has come a long way, and people have done very good jobs. But, oh, man, nothing compares to actually physically seeing something. Like, that just pops out and stuff like that. So, for them to do this, and a really creepy kind of... I mean, the last time Disney... Not Disney. Well, Disney does own the Muppets. So, last time the Jim Henson uh, company did anything kind of remotely kind of creepy. Now, I could be wrong. I could be dating myself and not really think, But I know the Labyrinth had a couple of creepers in there. And then you also had the Dark Crystals. um, I'm not sure. But, of course, Jim Henson is also creating the new... uh, They got the new Disney ABC Boom uh, Muppet show that's coming back. It's going to be a little bit more adult-orientated. So... We'll see what happens. It should be pretty cool. So, well, that's it for the movie news of video games. Uh, Of course, we're going to go down to, uh, so a Nintendo employee fired for being on a podcast. No, he wasn't on our podcast. People actually have to listen for us to get that kind of stuff. But um, apparently he said a couple of things in the uh, podcast that he probably shouldn't have said. Now, apparently, I guess Nintendo has a uh, full disclosure thing that you need to sign where you can't really talk about your job or your work or the environment or anything like that. Because, face it, a lot of these companies, kind of like Disney, I bet, is really hush up. Um, hush hush. You know, they really want to be able to be like, look, we want to create really cool stuff. We don't want things to be leaking. We don't want things to be, you know, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So... It should be pretty pretty cool. Sorry, I just got an update from my um, loot crate. It's all like it's going to be The Walking Dead for us tonight at the Loot Crate Twitch channel. Yay! Come watch and play. Um, no idea what that means. Uh, but yeah, I love Loot Crate as well. Uh, I need to get Loot Crate. Actually, what I really would love like to get as a sponsor. Really side note is Arcade Block. Now there's a company called Nerd Block, which I love Nerd Block, and they have Horror Block, and they have all these other great blocks. And I, if anybody from them or <laughs> I don't know if anybody does, but if anybody out there or knows them or anything like that Loot Crate, Nerd Block, any of these kind of things, um, actually, honestly, I think Nerd Block would be right up our alley because we could advertise Arcade Block. I absolutely love Arcade Block. Arcade Block is basically Nerd Block, but you get video game stuff. And I've gotten a shit ton of kick-ass video game things that I absolutely love. I got a Legend of Zelda bottle that has hearts on it. I've gotten all these cool kind of like T-shirts from uh, The Last of Us and all these other great things. And I just and it comes in it comes in a box. Duh, but it's a Nintendo system box. It's the coolest thing in the world. I have posted a couple of the swags that are is on the um, on the Facebook page for Arcade Bros. So if anybody out there loot, loot crate or loot crate nerd block, most likely I would say nerd block would probably be right up our alley because we do have a bunch of shows that kind of fit all those different blocks. We're you know horror block soon, you know all this kind of stuff. A comic book, you know one and stuff like that. So I'm sorry I have to gush about this kind of stuff because I haven't really talked about anything. So yeah, if anybody <laughs> knows anybody I can contact from Nerd uh, Nerdblock, I would love to have them as a sponsor. I I fully endorse their product. I think it's a great thing and uh it's just it's just fun. It's just it's just a bunch of swag you get every month and you're just like, this is cool. This is this is for me. And a lot of people come a lot of people have come over and seen my stuff and just like, where'd you get this? Now, of course, if you haven't been over to my new pad anyways, since recording Arcade Bros, uh, a lot of video game orientated, a lot of comic book orientated, so yeah, gaming, people, my place is the place of the game, okay, I'll just say that uh, right now, but uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, so, but yeah, so Nintendo person fired, I really, really got off track on that, but yeah, full disclosure, full disclosure, uh, probably agreement, and he probably, probably did not do what he needed to do with that. Also, uh looks like a Halo TV series is in development. Now, one thing I want to talk about the new Halo game is actually Halo 5. Uh, apparently, uh, 343 is actually dropping the rating to a teen. I don't know how everyone else feels about this. I think it's kind of weird. I mean, might not be the biggest concern... Um, I don't know how much violence is going to be taking out of the game, and it's not to me just going, like, I love the violence and everything, to me it was just a game that you could jump in and play and have fun. Uh, I don't know how much, now I don't know if they're trying to market more to, like, younger kids now, and try to get more sales, because obviously the game did fine with Mature. Yeah, I mean, everybody I know who pretty much played the original Halo on the Xbox, um, has been in love with the franchise since. I haven't seen anybody that I know that's just been, I'm done with Halo, I haven't touched the game and stuff like that. Like people, I mean, Josh, my, uh, the co host, uh, who's not here, uh, this week, he, he even talked about how he's probably going to be buying an Xbox One just for Halo 5. So, I mean, it's a franchise that's good and everything like that. So I don't know if, if the rating's really going to affect it. But of course, although, um, of course, uh, as this article says, although Fallout 4 is sure to give its a run for its money, uh, many gamers are uh, confident that the Halo 5 launch will be the game event of the winter. Microsoft and 343 have been hyping the release of, of the mysterious serial-style podcast, huh. uh, a uh, prequel series Nightfall, but it looks like uh, a uh, rumor of a live Showtime and Xbox Live that would be totally unconnected to the Nightfall miniseries. So it looks like, yeah, they're in development with a brand new... Um, uh show uh, or a brand new show of halo it might be on showtime so that'd be kind of interesting to see i mean I'll, i'm kind of glad a lot of these these uh video games instead of going let's make a movie let's do like a miniseries let's uh let's put it on cable i mean c- face it cable has a lot of good stuff now i mean even netflix like the budgets on these shows and everything like that have just been growing and growing and growing where it's like, I mean, the Daredevil was phenomenal. You got like um, Walking Dead, uh, you know those kind of things. It's like, and they do really good for the budget that they have. And it's like TV, Game of Thrones, like, so it's almost like movie stuff now. It's pretty, pretty crazy. So we'll see how the Halo Five. Uh, well, first we'll see how the Halo Five game does, which I'm sure I'll do fine. It's the fifth one in the series. Usually, if you get to five, I think you're doing pretty well. I mean, you can't say that with podcasts, because I can, I'm already at 80-something, and I don't know if we're doing that well. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I appreciate everyone who does listen to the show and actually does enjoy it, and you know anybody who wants to give us feedback or anything like that. But, of course... Um, that's about all I can think of for this week of the Arcade Bros. Um, I just wanted to give you guys something. Uh, sorry about my crazy rambles and everything that. Um, of course, we'll try to keep up with the show by giving you at least a show every week again. Uh, new release Tuesdays, just like your games that come out. Um, and don't forget to check out what's coming out uh, pretty soon. Uh, I know in September we have uh, Super Mario Builder, which will be pretty cool for the Wii U. Um, I believe there was release dates for uh, Star Fox Zero. Of course, there's a couple of other games that are going to be coming out in the fall, as well as Uncharted 4, uh, Uncharted Collection, Uncharted, the Uncharted Collection, uh. Tomb Raider for the Xbox One. Um, you have the Black Ops Call of Duty game that will be coming out as well. I believe the new Assassin's Creed will be coming out as well pretty soon. So, uh, and Fallout 4. Don't forget about Fallout 4. Um, a lot of games are going to be coming out for the winter time. Um, of course, as always during the holiday season, I will and my co-host will put together the what to buy this uh, winter break and what is the best deals you can get um, such as console, console ah, I really need to learn how to talk, such as console bundles, uh, individual games and what will get you the best deal. And some of the games that you probably should avoid during the holiday season if people are raving about them, and they might not be that good because that is known to happen where a lot of the big games are coming out and people are like, I don't know if I want to buy it. Oh, I'll buy this game because it's cheap and it's a turd. So that does known to happen. But anyways, of course, don't forget to check us out on the web at www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Um, I'm working on getting the webpage back up and running, updating everything, getting all the shows that we have recorded onto that website, and also going back to writing video game reviews and trying to do live streams on the Twitch channel. Of course, the Twitch channel is The underscore Arcade underscore Bros, so go ahead and give us a follow on the Arcade Bros channel. I will try to set up a date and time to figure out when to stream every week to give you guys a little taste of stuff. Maybe you're curious about something. Maybe I can give you a walkthrough on anything. Uh, let me know your ideas. Um... Like I said, what to stream... Uh, you know, go ahead and hit us up on the Twitters at Arcade underscore Bros. Go ahead and hit us up, uh, hashtag GetGaming and hashtag uh, stream bros. and recommend something that you might want to see. Of course, if you want to follow me or game with me, my gamer tag for Xbox One and the Wii U is School days S-K-O-O-L-D-A-Z-E-069 and for the PlayStation Network is going to be six 69 same spelling, and of course you can also find me on Steam under School days 69 as well. Um, I think that's All the news that I have for this week. Uh, Go ahead and keep it going, everybody. Enjoy the show. Don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the 4i Radio Network. I'm not going to... Give you any more of mine, but go ahead and check out some of the other people on the network. Uh, they're great people, and I love doing these shows. Um, hopefully next week I'll have a guest in the studio, or maybe some guests in the studio, uh, or my co-host will be back, or a new co-host will be back. I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm, I don't know if I want to swap people out every week, get different opinions. Um, just I want to do the show every week again. So Arcade Bros is coming back in time. <sighs> I think that's all I got. So until next time, kids, uh, keep on gaming.